Hello and welcome to Damn Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses. My name is Doug, and these are my acute mental neuroses. We're back at the Robusto Room. I think they're doing something to some line uh, on the other side of those walls. You might hear some kind of weird vibrator jackhammer sound. It won't be super loud because I'm, I wasn't picking up it up on the mic that much before I started. So I'm back at the Robusto Room, uh, enjoying a uh, pint, a shot, and a cigarette. Like... Madman style, it's awesome. So let's get right into it. Uh, the list you cannot see. First off, I did want to say uh, I didn't giggle that uh, the last episode was 169. Yeah, that was an actual note. Uh, it's so sad. Um, we're gonna get into stuff. Uh, we are gonna have some acute mental neuroses on this one, some general talk, uh, and then I'm gonna kind of just kind of shoot through my week that involved Christmas and. You know, I know New Year's is, is next week, uh, or this week, um, at the time of recording, so um, we're just going to get right into it, like I keep saying, and then not doing. The note says, is there a feeling I'm not dealing with? Um, I've noticed lately that I've been drinking more than just recreationally, and I don't know if, it, if it's there's like a lack of control somewhere, or um, you know, maybe it's just the very lightest of depressions, that it's not even like a blip. My body's like, up, oh, self-medicate. Um, I, I realized that and gone, okay, I need to kind of reassess what's going on in my brain. Because um, usually, you know, that kind of drinking um, can, can lead to problems that I used to have. Um, and I don't ever want to go back to that. So I'm, I'm trying to really let myself process um, the emotions and see if there's something that I'm not dealing with. Um, I'm trying to think, I mean, really, yeah, it sucks that, you know, I still don't have a car. I'm still waiting for... You know, the refund from the uh, the dealership, you know, that, that's a months-long, months you know, weeks-long process. So, I mean, I think there's maybe a lack of control there that I'm not dealing with. The thing is, I've adjusted to being, you know, public transportation and, and, and being a pedestrian again. So, I don't know. I don't think it's that lack of control. I think it's that maybe I don't control the refund process. I'm not going to, you know, have much control over the, the, the car buying process, which sounds funny because you're like, why wouldn't you be able to control that? And it's because I'm not going to have the money I had when I got the last car, which, and th that car was very nice. It was worth every penny that, you know, uh, I paid for it, but, you know, I cashed in um, a lot of stuff to afford that car, and I can't do that again. So, you know, maybe some slight sadness there. Um, I'm not angry, which is a secondary emotion. I haven't said that in a long time. But I think... You know, just like the hurry up and wait of it uh, is really annoying and frustrating. And I think maybe that's where the the lack of control, the sense of, I would say not, not depression, but just not being in control of your own life, which I think is something very innate that you want. Um, so I think to, to not have that is, is what's triggering some of the uh, self-medicating aspects of my recent, uh, not behavior, but just, you know, routine. I've been, I've been visiting the local watering holes uh, more often than usual. Um, you know, being productive at, at first, but then just evolving into just watching, you know, movies and not really doing anything. Um, so, I mean, really not procrastinating so much, but like distracting, whether it be chemically or entertainmentally. So, there's that. I know I'm not distracting myself from the Christmas. The note says Christmas fallout because I wrote it before Christmas. 
Christmas was fine. I did see members of the family I don't get along with. I did it as best I could. Really, um, that person was on something and really distracted, and I just, you know, kind of tried to make conversation as best I could. Um, luckily, he was, you know, distracted by other people. It, you know, it was very short. Uh, we got together pretty early, and then it was like, well, I've got to work tomorrow, so I need to leave. So it, it was a pretty short uh, familial interaction, which which was fine with me. Uh, less chance that things will go wrong. So there really is no Christmas fallout, um, but it was nice seeing the family I do get along with and I like. So it was fine. Um, we didn't exchange presents. There was none of that, really. It was just dinner and, you know, hanging out. Um, and everything went well. Uh, let's see, what else? Uh, now we get into uh, some stuff about... Oh, I wanted to kind of do like a 2016 year in review and not like one of those, well, it really sucked uh, losing Bowie and Carrie Fisher and Alan Rickman and Lemmy and uh, Darren uh, Cook and Steve Dillon. I mean, I could keep listing people for a while. I think we all know we could. But kind of wanted to recap 2016 in a more personal way. And yes, those, those losses did hit home. Um, I'm recording this today after Carrie Fisher passed away and it's, it's, you know, talking to people who had a, a, a much more visceral um, emotional reaction than I did. Um, you know, you, you forget these people are, you know, I mean, they're people. They're, they're looking behind, you know, wives, husbands, children, pets, but, you know, as, as these icons, they also, you know, it's like they're survived by the world. But no, I want to get into, like, the more actual personal things that happened to me. Stuff I've talked about on the show. Uh, it breaks it down to highs and lows. Um, you know, a high was that I, I had a new car. <laughs> which we'll get into lows in, in a minute. But, you know, I've got... The day job is great. I feel very appreciated. I like what I do. I make good money doing it. Ultimately, you know, it, it's afforded me the time to, you know, work and put my time in with the network, which is ultimately what I want to do, you know, for a living, which we'll get into that a, a later as well. And the BACN. I mean, the network's... After the, you know, birthing pains and, and you know, all that of rebranding the network, I, I still love what I'm doing. Um, I mean, I know there are days I wake up and go, oh, fuck, I don't want to work on a new variant cover, or, oh, I've got to record this, and it interrupts something else. Uh, you know, I, I sit down and I go, just do it. And by the time I hit that record button, I'm elated uh, to be doing what I'm doing. So, uh, you know, I'm very excited about what's going to be coming up, which I'll talk about when I get to the uh, what I want out of 2017 note. Um, so, I mean, you know, finding that great car, um, having a good day job, uh, loving what I'm doing on, on the network. And it's been a blast this year. We've had a lot of fun. We had NDK. You know, I've, I've met so many cool people either through the network or through the day job that um, it's, it's been a blast and still is. Uh, the lows, of course, were the death of two cars, um, one of which, you know, my fault, which I took accountability and paid the fine and did whatever. It was not a big deal. But secondly, that, uh, you know, that new car, having only had it a month, it wasn't even registered. I just made my first payment. Um, really sucked. That that was a low. The, the note after that kind of corresponds with it. Uh, you know, it says stumbling blocks where every time I thought I was ahead, I, you know, had reality kind of 
kick me in the dick. And there's some like blocks. They're not something that's going to stop me from living my life. It's not something that should stop me from doing what I'm doing. Um, I had a, a Brandon from D20 Proof, one of my oldest uh, and dearest friends, you know, was like, hey, these aren't a reason to lose hope. Like, uh, you know, you just got to keep, they're, they're not like roadblocks. They're hurdles. Like, you just got to hop over them. I guess you could hop over roadblocks too, I suppose. But you know what doesn't kill us makes us stronger, and, and that's you know kind of what he was saying. You know there are problems, and they're just it's just solutions in disguise. So, you know, yeah, I had some stumbling blocks. Um, was some of it probably a self fulfilling prophecy or or uh, self sabotage? Probably. Um, I'm not used to things going well. I'm one of those people that you know I'm kind of only happy when it rains. And when things are going well, uh, I kind of have to take, you know, a baseball bat to it. Whether you want to view that as a Negan reference or not is, is up to you. Uh, I didn't mean it to, and then I immediately thought of that. So, oh man, 2016 actually took Abraham and Glenn as fictional characters. Holy shit, let that sink in. Won't see them on the memoriam on uh, the Oscars. Uh, but I guess you would have seen them on The Talking Dead. So yeah, it's been a year of high and lows, much like every year is. Um, I do want to talk a little bit about what I want to get out of 2017. It's mostly BAC and stuff. Well, it is, you know, I mean, I want to get transportation back. I want to, you know, have that freedom back and try to live a normal life that's good stuff and not sabotage it, which, you know, when things are going well, that will be my goal is like, keep things well as much as you can. I mean, I can only control myself, but really recognize it's like, well, that might not be the greatest life decision, you know, while things are going well, like, just you don't fuck up, is, is, is what I'm gonna, it's gonna have to be my mantra when things are going great. So, there's that, and then the BACN, you know, we rebranded uh, Lizzie, I talked about this on No Applause very briefly, um, recommended the Homecoming podcast, which I've been listening to, uh, and it's phenomenal. I highly recommend it from Gimlet Media. I'm not going to get into like a review of it, but I, I do recommend it. Um, but afterwards, they have like kind of a behind-the-scenes um, look at the episodes. And I think he recommended it knowing about what we, Deb and I, were looking for for the I Hate Kathy Hammond podcast. Um, and it's given me some ideas about the, the audio engineering and direction. I, I, uh, or When I say direction, I mean like actually being a director of that show what I want out of that podcast. So, I mean, I'm looking forward to launching, uh, you know, Kathy Hammond and, and really getting a really great show out of that, as well as I have started breaking down. I sent Lizzie and um, Deb the picture off to put it up on our Facebook. Uh, I have started uh, kind of hitting the uh, kind of last lap of prepping uh, Fear Agents, um, which has felt really good. I finished the outline of the whole novel, um, I started breaking it down with post-it notes on the back of my door um, about where the interactive um, aspects are, the interactivity, which branches that they can, uh, the, the, the people that uh, follow fear agents will be able to choose and which ones where they won't be able to choose because I need to go in that direction. Um, it looks, it, it, it's very much uh, the Hiro Nakamura apartment, for, uh, the future Hiro Nakamura with all the threads uh, or all the yarn. Um, I've likened it to John Doe's apartment in Seven because it just looks like I'm this crazy fucker like taping shit to the back of my door um, in a code that only I understand. But I'm really excited. I've already brainstormed I think six or seven digital art pieces for 
Fear Agents, and I'm going to end up giving the outline to Deb and going, well, what would you like to see visualized? Uh, with Lizzie as well, I think would be another uh, excellent set of eyes on that one. But I think it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a lot of work. Um, I don't think we're going to not launch it at the top of the year. It, it you know, maybe March or April, but it's it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, it's it's going to be work intensive, but I think it's going to be a great product coming out of uh, the network. And lastly, speaking of Lizzie, I got Lizzie's Christmas present, which she had an addendum to that said it comes with a challenge. I honestly thought I had talked to someone about this that I thought he had gotten me like um, a game master book, uh, and the challenge was to um, best or at least equal Brandon in terms of um, being a game master for D20 proof. Uh, I couldn't be more wrong on that. He got me this, I'm hard pressed to call it a game, but it's this card game uh, called Sneaky Cards, Play It Forward, and it, it's actually a really neat concept. It's basically these cards that have different things that you do as a goal, and when you get the goal, you pass along the card and hope that the person you give the card to continues doing what the card says. I know that sounded convoluted and confusing. It is not. Let me explain. Basically, there are cards that say, take a selfie with a stranger, and then you give that stranger that card, and they go off and take a selfie with the stranger and give that stranger a card, so forth, so on. You literally paid forward. Um, there's stuff like buy someone a, a, a present that's like, you know, $5 limit, like a candy bar or whatever, and then you give them the gift with that card, then they do the same thing. Not necessarily a candy bar. I think I can write in what I would like them to get, but it's something like that where, you know, I can send like a $5 like iTunes card, like just be nice. One of them is buy a, a, a stranger coffee, be a flash mob of one somewhere public, give this card to a stranger without them knowing. Really neat stuff like that, and the cards, the deck, has an individual, like, serial number, I guess, that I'm going to register online, and then you can track, uh, I almost said, uh, trace, uh, yeah, I guess you could do that too, uh, but track where the card, you know, is now, or who's done what, and where they are, um, not in a weird stalkery kind of way, but, I mean, just the card. Now, given the premise of it is, you know, more dependent on, well, I mean, it's very dependent on the uh, initial initiative, initial initiative? The primary initiative, which would be me, and I hope that, you know, whoever I give the cards to um, continue, you know, paying it forward or playing it forward, as the case may be. Um, I think it's a little over 50 cards. I think it's like 54. Um, so my New Year's resolution, uh, I guess I'll get to a week early, because uh, I think this will pop right around New Year's. I'm going to try to nail down a card a day. Um, or, well, really a card a week. But if I start the week on Monday and I get that card done on Monday or Tuesday, I will move to the next card on Wednesday. So I'm constantly trying to get these. Basically, the, the point of the quote-unquote game is to get rid of all your cards. Would have been really neat had Lizzie maybe bought like three decks and given one to Deb and one to me and one to him and see who gets rid of their cards first. Because um, you could do it like I'm suggesting, where it's like, I'm just going to, you know, do it, you know, and have a set, like, time structure. Or you could just be like, eh, whenever I go out, I'll just have it with me in a backpack or whatever. And, uh, or I'll, I'll bring up a card to a bar and I have to do that. So it's really neat. I think he, and this is supposition purely on my part, wanted me to kind of break out of my comfort zone, um, work, 
watering hole back to home or, or, you know, and then back to work and so forth and so on, um, that, that he wanted me to break out of that routine. Like I said, I'm, I'm assuming. I am really excited about turning this into my New Year's resolution. Um, I think it is going to break me out of my comfort zone. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. The more I thought about it, the more I got excited. Um, so, hey, great gift. Um, I know he listens to this. So, great gift, buddy. I really appreciate it. And I look forward to kind of updating maybe, you know, uh, every couple of weeks on the show where I'm at in that. Uh, that might be a, a, weirdly enough, the show never was made to have segments, but I think I might have to do for 2017 a segment about where I'm at on the sneaky cards. I think it would be really, really neat, uh, really fun. And I'm thrilled. I'm, I'm, I'm thrilled to break out of that. I think on the heels of me talking about like a lack of, not focus, but a lack of control and, and to some extent a lack of focus that I've just been kind of going through the motions, that's above your reference, that this card game will kind of shake it up and I think it's going to be a lot of fun. So on that note, this episode's gone on uh, long enough, I think. Uh, so from Dam, Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses, I'm Doug, and from Dam, Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses, these have been my Acute Mental Neuroses 2016 into 2017 edition. Play it forward. Good night, Internet. If you like this, check out some of our other shows like D20 Proof, Knapsack Comedy, and Mr. Right. You can find us at www.bacnpodcast.com and by searching for BACN on iTunes and Stitcher. Oh, yeah.